extremely high on uh, the man who took Viagra. Ooh. Well, all right, all right, all right. Welcome to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast. I'm Larry Monkey, and we are here with a couple of Justins. Hey, That's whoa. right. It, run DFS, number one, and then we got Deuces down there. Deuces, yeah. baby. Justin Mercer Deuces, the winner of the uh, year one of the Dynasty Hot Sauce Listener League. Well, man, thanks for coming on the show. This is great, man. Yeah, thanks for yeah, having me. Thanks for winning so we didn't have to have Eddie on. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could have right. talked a lot more about sweaty beavers. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, he would have been all bitchy anyway tonight because the Steelers lost. I, I'm lucky that I had a single quarterback as long as they did because when I started watching the Steelers, I, uh, I I had to deal with Bubby Brister and then Neil oh. O'Donnell and uh, and then Cordell Stewart, followed by Tommy Maddox. So I, I saw a slew of uh, QBs that uh, didn't didn't hold a candle to what we had for the last eighteen years. So. Yeah, yeah. And Eddie was saying he that's all he ever he's ever known is yeah. Ben Roethlisberger, which is a lot of Steelers fans. Yikes. Oh, I know, I know, it, it is. Sweaty Beaver went down with the the ship, man. He went with uh, with the with the Big Ben start. He was all about it, right? Yeah, I mean, he he figured it was his last uh, game at Heinz Field that he was gonna start him for uh, the, you know, a little bit. I, I mean, I, if I'm being honest, it was probably nostalgia more than anything. Yeah. But uh, but you know, obviously Ben hasn't put up many fantasy points this year and. Well, to be fair, none of his quarterbacks were going to lead him to the championship because you, Jamar, chased him. Yes. Burrow and uh, Jamar chased him. When you have Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase in that that steamrolling and Cooper Cup there, you know, yeah. geez, man, that's well, a, that's I, a nice um, three-headed monster. Yeah, Cooper the- Cup was the steal of the draft for me. I got him, I think. You got him at the eight, end of eight, the eight. Eight oh nine. Yep. So yep. startup. So you were just talking about before we kicked off the show. I think uh, you mentioned you almost pulled off the trifecta. So it w- it wouldn't uh, be appropriate if we didn't talk about uh, the HQ league since HQ one was such a central point of conversation this year for you guys. Yeah. Uh, but I, I am in HQ five, uh, which is fourteen team, um, you know, super flex tight end premium. So it's not yes. quite sixteen team monster you guys have, but. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you know, I I got in that this year as well. I took over an orphan. The orphan wasn't in bad shape, but I did make it my own team. I am very active trader, uh, so I, I made some moves right out of the gate, uh, and then throughout the year, and uh, and then took down the championship in that league. Got into trade addicts too this year too. So I was in uh, you know three of my favorite podcast listener leagues, and uh, you know, I was I had the best record all year, you know, and uh, ended up losing in the semis. I mean, the good thing about that, even if I uh, made it to the ship, I would have got slaughtered because the guy just put up got it. He had chase. So I would have yeah, right, right. chase in that uh, in TA2 championship. Uh, but, yeah, no, it was a pretty much better year this year for me than last as far as uh, winnings go. So, so I think I have how many like, leagues total are you in? So this year I was in. 25 dynasty leagues. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, and uh, and I, I I ended up getting like 203% ROI um, on, on this year, but I, I am cutting way back um, because I just can't trade as much as I'd like to in all mm-hmm. the leagues. So I, I actually, uh, and, and, you know, I mean, I, I started in 2018 
And I literally had one dynasty league that year and I was the commissioner. So my friends talked to me about this dynasty football. I had no idea. I read some things about it. I did end up platforming it on MFL. So it was my first, first exposure to that, but it's like, you know, single quarterback, there's kickers and defenses. Like, (laughs) you know, like I, I didn't know. I just set it up how I do all my, you know, redraft leagues. Yeah. Um, And so that, that was my first year. And then, you know, I went from one league that year to five leagues the next year. And then, uh, then I went 16 leagues and then 25 leagues. So I, <laughs> I kept amping it up. Uh, but like, then I'm just I, I nine leagues straight. every year and see what happens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I tried the portfolio approach and I just, I, you know, I just don't have uh, the, the time and discipline necessary to be an active trader in that many leagues. Are you so, doing like redrafts and best balls too? No, no, I, uh, I just, I have like a family league redraft and then I have like a one that I created. Um, that's like a start 11 superflex high scoring, um, Yahoo league that, uh, you know, we yeah. start in the COVID year just to have something different. It was like 22, um, you know, 22 man rosters. So it's pretty deep league for redraft. Yeah. It's very deep for a redraft. I think the standard is, Nine yeah. starters, including a kicker and a defense, is pretty right. much the go-to. So, yeah. so, so twenty-five leagues. So you, uh, I mean, do you uh, you dabble with different strategies? What's your primary strategy when you're going into a startup? I mean, it changed from twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty-one for sure. So, like in reflecting back on, you know, what I was gonna do because Blair, you and I were in DDL four startup this off season, this past off season as well, so right? Ready. So, like, and that. I mean, we were in that league with a bunch of sharks and, you know, these guys are uh, all podcasters and, you know, in a lot of leagues. I mean, I forget the total number of leagues that were in that uh, that startup draft. But like my even my strategy from that to like a month and a half later for the hot sauce league was way different. Um, yeah. But but I mean, that was such a league where I knew that everyone was going to go quarterback happy. And I, I kind of didn't do that. Right. So I was the guy that was running Ben Roethlisberger out there some weeks oh, uh, no. and uh, and Matt Ryan. And, you know, I think probably my youngest quarterback was Carson Wentz and he had his ups and downs this year. But, uh, but, but in the, in the hot sauce league, I'm like, you know what? I, screw that. I'm going two quarterbacks right out of the gate. I got to get them and I'll feel much better about my team. So, uh, 14 teamer. You have to have, yeah. right. Well, you can't pass up on that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So that's when I, I, I got Burrow and then Tannehill to start. And then once that happened and with the uh, tight end scoring you put in there, Justin, yeah. I, I definitely knew I wanted to get one of the top tight ends. And I, so I traded up with you, I think, and got Waller. Um, and then once I did that, I'm like, all right, I felt good. I had my two quarterbacks. I had an anchor tight end. And, and then my next goal was to make sure I got Chase stack with burrow because i was uh, i was actually really high on chase um got him in a lot of leagues but that stacked together and that that the rest of history so now you have to go from a steelers fan to a Bengals fan is that what we're (laughs) seeing here i'll be honest with all the money chase won me i did order one of those sweet orange chase uh Bengals jerseys because nice yeah so uh i i I just you know like I have a lot of jerseys and I like to rock them for stuff like this or like in-person drafts. Like I do a lot of in-person drafts, like rookie drafts. And then, you know, our, yeah, for, uh, for those of you listening right now, 
Mercer, the Steelers fan, is wearing a Josh Allen jersey. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. bright blue Bills and, jersey. And I didn't want to take Viagra like Bart Scott recommended, so I wore the long sleeves. Uh-huh. And I, 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 I did notice uh, the, on the bookshelf, he's got a couple of bookshelves behind him. See a nice dildo right over your shoulder. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. uh, I, I brought that from uh, from the field. It was, <laughs> field passes. Yeah, it was tossed, tossed on there, but uh, but yeah, no. I mean, what a weekend of football that was. I mean, it was just. I mean, the Saturday games were probably my favorite, just to see some of the guys that I really like and support in fantasy do well um, and and move on with first. I mean. It looked like Burrow and Chase are unstoppable, right? I mean, yeah, I, you know, Rick, yep. yeah, they they just again torched the Raiders, and the Raiders D is not you know that great, but uh, but yeah, and then uh, Allen to do what he did in the cold weather, and I mean, no one's ever done what the Bills did. They scored a touchdown every drive, right? Until yeah. they put knees at the end, it was touchdown, touchdown, yeah. touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Yep. Yeah, seven straight. That's never been done in any game, regular season or no. postseason. I know. And, yeah. and to do it in that, the temperatures they had in the playoffs against the team that they just played a, few, a couple weeks before, right? Or With a and, very good defense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, top oh. five defense yeah. in the NFL. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know, yeah. man. I, I, well, you know who is not playing good is uh, Kyler Murray. Oh, really? He just, <laughs> I do he have just, it on over here. I just, he just threw a, He just threw a pick six. No, my goodness. Uh, I'm about to first, watch it. You're a little ahead first, of me. Sorry. Yep, here it is. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah, and Steve, oh, wow. We're just about it's to snap. Like, yep, yep. I just got the snap here. And yeah. so now I'm watching. It's going to be oh, a safety. Oh, You're no. like, oh, it's a safety. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, no, it's a pick six. I'm gonna throw that. Wow. <laughs> Oof. That's terrible. Oh, time to buy Kyler Murray. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. I was really bummed that DeAndre Hopkins wasn't playing. I didn't know that until I turned the game on. I was like, oh, he's not he's not playing. I didn't know the status of D Hop throughout the week. I wasn't it paying had attention. Six weeks. So I when it, when he went out, I'm like, you know, he probably wouldn't play till the NFC championship, I would think. Yeah, that stinks. They made it, but I don't think I mean at this rate it doesn't look like they're advancing. You do any uh playoff like uh, fantasy stuff? Yeah, I mean I did I did last year. I didn't in into this year, I uh, decided I was just going to kind of focus on making some early trades to, to kick off the dynasty year. So I, in our my original league, I like it. I, I'm the commish, and I try to stay active and keep everyone involved. So I make a lot of trades in that. Some some good, some bad. But, uh, you know, I've had the best team in that league for basically four years and never won. I think I'm cursed. So I don't think I'll ever take it down. <laughs> so now I'm just trying to get young and, you know, keep, keep the window in on the horizon. Wow. It's not easy to get young. In response to that, Murray um, pick six, Salito tweets, Josh Rosen wouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh my. wow. No, he's probably right. Josh Rosen would have just taken the safety. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, yeah, man. So, geez. Larry, are you doing any uh, playoff stuff? I am not. I'm not. I'm not paying. I'm just like, there's too much going on, man. I got like, oh, yeah. a brand new baby and stuff. Yeah, baby, yeah. Like, complaining about too much going on. Like, you got some new things going on in life or whatever. Yeah. Jeez. It's like an actual life. It's an actual life that's going on. How's he sleeping so far? 
I sleeps like 23 hours a day, but you're, you're just feeding him the whole time. You're just feeding right. him and he sleeps. You're feeding him and he sleeps. And it's, you're on the schedule and you got to do this and you got to do that. Oh. Sometimes he'll wake up a half hour early or he'll go a half hour later. So you're constantly like, you know, this is like a 24 hour cycle. So I'm, yeah. I'm kind of tired. I'm running, you know, you're just running on what, you, what you're running on. You know, Justin will be yeah. there soon. He'll be running, run DFF right there. Running oh, on, yeah. running on some DFF. I'm going to knock out this marathon before so I can rest and relax i guess oh my god where are you doing it where's the marathon at boston april the 18th i think wow i'm doing the pittsburgh half marathon may the first nice Nice. so so my son really likes running he's gonna be seven in may and uh so we're doing that the kids marathon which is like a mile right but it's the day before um and then and we'll do uh i'll do the half marathon Nice. There you go. You've been training already? Yeah. Yeah. And uh I you know, I, I it's been a long time since I did it, but uh I just decided I'm gonna gonna get back into running more. I have a, a Peloton bike and that's been my passion this past year, but then we got a treadmill to do so because I, I live where it's cold. I live in eastern Pennsylvania, about an hour north of Philly, and uh it's snow like an ice today, so I do a lot of more indoor running. You said 2018 is your first dynasty league. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. How long did you play fancy before that? You just went nuts, huh? So I actually played in my first one, like probably in, I, we did it in the, like using the newspaper back in eighth oh, grade. Okay. So like right. So like we, we, uh, we did that and then we, we kind of kept that up a little bit, but it was like, it just was so hard to keep people interested, you know, like, through high school doing that so i yeah. took a break till i got into college and then you know we did the espn platform probably from 2002 and then uh we got i got into when i met my wife in 2011 i got into her like her brother's family league and that's been going on you know for we're going on 10 years on that too so. right. have, nice. you been, have you been taking all their money are they bitter <laughs> I won back to back pretty early on, and then oh, I had, yeah, the target, okay. then I had the target on my back, right? So <laughs> everyone does like I cannot get a single trade done in that league, right? Because no one wants to trade with me because they're like, you know, something I don't, so I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> so deuces, did you anytime at any time during the start of the hot soft startup draft, do you consider taking Deshaun Watson? Where are you at on him? Yeah, so I I actually did. Um, I wasn't I because I. You know, Justin took ended up taking him. Um, I think you might have even taken him before I had Tannehill. Like, it, there was consideration because it was still murky what was going to happen this year. But kind of figured if you took him, you weren't going to count on his points. So took him at the two twelve, twenty six yeah. overall. Okay, so he it was a couple then after Tannehill because I think I got him before the two twelve. But uh, but yeah, no, I mean, so I have a few shares of. Watson and uh I just still think he's gonna get six to eight game suspensions next year. I Goodell's Goodell's a uh, he's vengeful, you know, like he's not gonna let someone get away with doing what he supposedly did or not. It's just a tarnish on the shield, right? So hmm. I, I think but I think he'll play next year for sure. I'm over here waiting for Flores to sign. Yeah. And then for all the women to like settle and disappear. <laughs> And then the the Texans are like, okay, cool, come on back. 
and all the conspiracy shit can go nuts. And watch and watch this play in week one. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean for, that. for the Texans, you think? Yeah, there won't be if some. Sign, if they sign Flores as a coach, I think he might go there. I think he I might think just he might stay there. I mean, there's got to be some league repercussions for Watson being the distraction that he has been. There's got to be some kind, yeah, kind of suspension. I, I, I hear that. And I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he caught six games. You yeah. know? Yeah. I think that's probably probably what it'll end up being. Um, eight games, I think, is the most they would give out. I, I mean, they're not going to do a full season suspension. I still think he's going to play um, at some that point be, in 22. That would be a kick in the balls. And then he gets – that's two years he's out. Yeah. yeah. We that threw that around good. anyway. Even if he was getting in trouble, we, we kind of put him on like a two-year timeline, you know? Well, we and, and it, you know, a lot of people said when when this initially happened, treat it like an ACL tear, right? And, like, <laughs> you're gonna be with you're gonna be without him for all of this year, and you don't know exactly when he's gonna come back the following year, right? So, uh, you know, I, I didn't, you know, I, I had at the time when all this news broke, I had in all my leagues, I think I had two. I kept one and I traded one. Right. So I kind of hedged my bet a little bit. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm just getting uh... Uh, one other thing I'll mention about the startup draft. You know, the the thing that uh, was interesting is, uh, you know, all the 23 picks were in there, but it was not assigned a, a draft slot. It was assigned, you know, a team. So right. we yeah. talked about the big twist on uh, you guys talked about that before. But I mean, part of my strategy too was so like I maneuvered around a lot in the draft and I wanted to get like kind of in that wheelhouse where I thought the picks would probably be drying up a little bit. I wanted to get back to back. And so that's what I ended up doing in the ninth round. I got back to back picks, 907, 908, and I took 223 first there. Yeah. Just because I knew that I I wanted to get them. It was kind of that security blanket on if you know if the year didn't go as well as i hoped i at least had that for the future oh, and, that was and a great then, pick that turns out to be the 102 right yeah well i mean we'll we'll see what happens in 23 i traded them both because i you know things started going oh, pretty you well traded, you traded justin's pick that, that yeah. you yeah. traded my 23 no oh it's a, oh, yeah, it's a 23. 23 right right yeah so i have to make like nine bazillion picks this year we'll see i'm not yeah. sure okay. yeah i know that you do have a ton i mean you're you're going to be up against that roster constraint. Yeah. <laughs> I got a lot of droppable pieces, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You picked up literally every guy that was, like, worth anything this year. You picked him up. Like, you were the first one there. You got you, you yeah, got I'm, most I'm of the I'm fairly guys. certain, like, Damian Williams, Chris Moore from Houston, Trent Sherfield. Uh, these guys, oh, they, don't, they don't need to be on my right. roster. Right. I'll find some room for them, for my new yeah. fellas. Oh, yeah. you and And it's good to have that draft capital because you can maneuver around to next year like and that's the thing i traded that 23 pick which you know someone looking at your year this year is like oh yeah that's gonna be a high pick in 23 sure, yeah. i'm like well you've got all these draft picks I'm yeah like, we'll see what happens there yeah i'm yeah. like i i was of the mindset i'm like i'm gonna move that and that's what i ended up moving to shane i i traded him your 23 first and irv smith for kittle the day before the championship game and and then I also traded the twenty three third for Rojo, and then like a few weeks before I got Dawson Knox and Melvin Gordon from uh, Ruben, and so all those like I picked up all these guys towards the end of the year, and in the championship week it didn't matter at all. They scored yeah, only, you Rojo only Knox and, and, and Kittle scored a total of ten point zero five points. 
<laughs> yeah. Really you only needed t- two guys and a bunch of fillers is what you had, you know? Yeah. I mean, no, I mean Eckler and, and Cup were fine. They were good. But you could have yeah. done it with anybody, with any other nine starters to go with Burrow and Chase, basically. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know we've had some conversation in the uh, um, Trade Addicts uh, Cool Kids Club about stacking. And I know you're totally against stacking, right, because in head-to-head. But I think, like, this is a, an example of how stacking could literally win you a championship. Yeah. And I just wanted no, to not, get your thoughts on that. Well, I'm not – this is my thing. I don't put any extra value on stacking is all okay. it is. I yeah. just want the best players. To, like, if I'm going to have – you know, if I got to make a decision, I don't, I don't put any value on it unless it's literally a coin flip. Then I'll go, yeah. okay, sure, I'll take the stack. But I don't want to stack multiple players on multiple teams from right. multiple the teams. On team. my- well, yeah, because if they have a down week, you're totally hoping. Yeah, yeah. But, oh, but no, I don't want to – I don't reach for stacks like a lot of people do. Yeah. You know? I, I would reach, reach – I don't think – yeah, well, you'll reach for like a Zach Wilson, Elijah Moore. Nah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have uh, so many of those stacks, but like a Burrow Chase, you're totally reaching for. You have a chance yeah. to get. If you're drafting Burrow this year in the off season, You're going to be reaching. Mm. Just going to let you know. Oh yeah, I mean, he- there's a lot of people out there with him, with him in their top five. I just can't. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, to to that point, it's like you know, quarterbacks. I, I think startups are going to be much different this year because everyone went quarterback banana yeah, super heavy. in yep. the first round. And I think you're going to see a lot more wide receivers, um, you know, early than than we have in you know recent years. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, we have an influx of really young. Stuff they got those. Yeah. There's those alpha receivers that are right. kind of emerging. I mean, well, I did I did a mid season startup that uh, Ruben, you know, is the commission of, and you know, it's funny to me because like I I ended up drawing the 101, and at the time I was like unsure because I wanted to go Allen. Cause I just love him, but I was like, I don't have any, like, I literally have no Mahomes teams. At all. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, this is an opportunity to get one at least. And I, you know, I really like Mahomes and, you know, I think he's, he's great. He's right there, but Josh Allen's always been my dude. And, uh, but someone took Chase Jefferson back to back, you know, at 12, it's one twelve to a one. And I'm like, man, that's a great foundation for a dynasty team getting those two guys, you know, those wide outs. Those guys could fill out a whole lineup for you if you traded them. Yeah, shit. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I guess it was two years ago I was on Scott Connors, Dynasty and Chill. I, I like to tout this one a little bit because I said at the time, I said in a year, year and a half, we're going to be talking wide receivers and not running backs. And boy, yeah. it, it happened about, you know, six or eight months too late. But man, everybody is off of running backs right now. It's insane. Just because of everything that happened to people this year, if you had Derek King, well, all the, all the injuries to young guys, right? The, all those right. second year guys that got hurt and then you <sighs> had him going into his rookie year. I mean, that's it's just devastating to their value because they only have a short, short shelf life to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing Akers and Dobbins and then James Robinson went down later in the season. And then, of course, yeah. EPM was out. It just, it's hard to have confidence in running backs. In the offseason right now. Tell you one thing I was right on. Know what I was right on? Know what I was right on? I, I believe it was probably a little bet that uh somebody's <laughs> gonna pay up now. <laughs> yeah, man. Will Fuller. Can't believe it. <laughs> yes, you were right on Will Fuller. 
Will Fuller. He is a man made of glass, apparently. Yep. And and not tempered glass. <laughs> Him and his eight points. Watch for sharp edges. Yeah. He likes that. Did he play like one game? He played one and a half uh, games? two Dude. official games. Yeah, one yeah. and one and a half. Yeah. One and a third games, whatever it was. Crazy. Yeah. He uh so you, you happen to have a bet, Larry. Yes. Talked Jerry about it O'Shea, baby. Jerry O'Shea. Will Filler oh. or the two oh one. And the two oh one turned into Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman. Who it was funny because we made this bet just it was just a random like Twitter thing that just occurred and it evolved into this bet. Bateman got hurt and Fuller was hurt. Neither of them started the season. <laughs> so the bet was Something to the effect of, I would send him a Will Fuller jersey if uh, Fuller outscored Bateman or the, outscored the 2-1. We didn't know who it was yet. If I won, he would have to post something about like the hot sauce pod being. No, 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 no. Larry Monkey's my daddy. <laughs> yeah, so something that. like that. That's yeah, what yeah. it is. And so now it's time because he's got to do it like every week or something like that. No, every day for a month. Every 30 day days. 30 days in a row. Yeah. It's got to be a tweet. Uh, a non-delete uh, <laughs> disclosure in there, like an NDD, yeah, so that he can't delete. You just got a screenshot every day. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, so, so Bateman and Fuller both don't play like the first like six games or whatever, whatever amount of games, first quarter of the season. They're both not even playing. So it was just a funny bet that that's what it turned into. Yeah, and then, yeah, then well, like came on. That was good, clearly, but uh, it really came down to availability. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, but this draft, they had he actually drafted Bateman in that slot, traded into that pick during the draft. Um, Jerry O'Shea shares the team with Rocky, and they had the they traded for the one twelve and the two hundred one, so they were responsible for. Yeah, doesn't really matter who you picked. I well, mean, who I did they one twelve? Do you know? Uh, one one twelve was they took Waddle and then they took Bateman. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Well, they would have won with either. I think at the time I was rooting for Waddle because it would have been the Dolphins versus Dolphins. But right, that that. But I don't been, think. I mean, there would have been no question on that one. Like even Terrace Marshall outscored Wolf. I mean, Wolf along got eight points. So <laughs> yeah, right. it's, not, it's not even. It's not, you can't even talk about it, like. There's no like what it could have should have. It was just like Will Fuller just got eight points because he's terrible. Right. I'm gonna pull this up. I want to see because this is in that league that particular scoring the the wide receivers that scored more than him. Uh, C.J. Board, Desmond Patton, oh, Mike Thomas, not Michael Thomas, but Mike Thomas. I want. Hey, uh, you remember Cameron Batson? Yeah, he scored more. Uh, Penny Penny Hart. This is like a who's who of uh, future Hall of Famers. Well, who's the rookie? Who's the like the the the, a rookie that? Des Fitzpatrick. Des Fitzpatrick outscored him. Outscored Will Fuller. Yes. Who? Dax. Uh, -uh, I got a better one. How about Dax Milne? That's a rookie. That's a name I don't even. Uh huh. Right. He was he was drafted in the seventh round, the thirtieth pick from BYU. He wasn't drafted. Twenty twenty one by the Washington Football Team. He outscored Sir Will Fuller. Yeah. You know. Hey, uh, Jeff Smith from the Jets. He outscored Will Fuller. It didn't take much. Yeah, it was not. I mean, I want to. I want to know which rookie pick in this rookie draft did it equate to? Like who? Oh, who he would have outscored? Like did Amari Rod? Uh, oh, Amari Rogers. Ooh, wow, eight point six versus Amari Rogers, eight point 
one. Oh, oh wow. so, Amari uh, Rogers. So, hey, you know who he did outscore that I wouldn't have? Scotty Miller from Tampa Bay. Yeah, there was a lot of a lot of hype about him, and he just disappeared. Well, he had great playoff, you know, that Super Bowl run, right? Love and him. like, and then uh, I had him in a few leagues, and he just he wasn't healthy, wasn't get on the field. And hey, so if you're a big Josh Allen guy, are you a big Dawson Knox guy as well? I am. I am. I and and I say that because I was on him early because I was like, oh, this guy's so athletic. He's you know a freak, and then he. He just didn't get uh, a lot of volume his first couple of years, but he was on the field. And that's, you know, that's the thing that Scott Connor always says. You watch tight ends, are they getting snaps? You know, the targets will come later. Are they actually playing? Yeah. Um, and uh, and I think just with the pass-heavy nature of Buffalo now that I, I mean, I would put Knox in like my top seven or eight dynasty tight ends. Um, nice. I think I think he's, I think he's going to get the touchdowns for sure, and I think his volume is going to go up. And he's still young. I mean, think about the top seven guys and their ages outside of Pitts and Andrews and maybe Hawk, I guess. Like, they're all in their late 20s or Kelsey's in his, you know, what is he, 32? So. He, uh, he had, there was no fanfare of uh, from him coming out. Uh, the yeah. draft, the rookie or, draft. Did you see his college stats? I mean, you're from Mississippi, Justin. He was there with AJ Brown, DK Metcalf. He got like no, no stats, no accounting stats whatsoever. And yeah, he was oh, actually went. So he was drafted fairly high, wasn't he? Yeah, fourth round. Yeah, he's a third. He's a third rounder. Third, and he, yeah. they traded up for him too, so they liked yeah. him a lot, right? So I have to imagine they're going to re-sign him this off season because he's going into his last year. And then that'll give me a little bit more certainty. But uh, I went out and acquired him where I could. Like I acquired him in hot sauce. I paid a first, you know, twenty three first uh, nice. to do it. Um, and I got, you know, I got back Melgo as well. But I, I just think, like in the scoring in our hot sauce league, with the point seven five per first down, that's like every catch he's getting the the premium on the catch and likely a first down. Right. So, so. Yeah, that was we liked the uh, the volume nature of that, you know. Yeah. With tight ends, so yeah. And plus, it's not just a generic like one point seven five; it's right. something that means something, you know. Like a first oh, down yeah. means something in the NFL, so it's you know gives a little extra uh, to it. Yeah, because what is it? One point five plus it's one point five point seven five for a first down. So right. So any decent catches two and a quarter points before you even factor in the yards. So yeah. Exactly. It can be hefty. It can be hefty yeah. for sure. Now, now, I, you know, you said he's another Tyler Higby in our uh, our chat. There. Larry did. So what is, <laughs> yeah, I, know. I, I was wondering. So, where are you at? Do you really think he's Tyler Higby, or do you think he's got a higher ceiling than that? Well, you're talking me into like really uh, thinking about. I'm, now I'm just like, hmm. Maybe I guess you get my hands on some Dawson Knox. Well, I just think his he's just he's going to be super expensive right now. I mean, if you're if you're gonna try to get your hands on him, I don't think you can right now. Yeah, All especially these... after that playoff game. What five yeah. five catches, two touchdowns? And... Right. Yeah. Right. Eight, what do you have? Eighty some yards. I I wrote it down. Eighty nine yards. So. <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, he's just been a, a monster, and he's been catching t- a lot of touchdowns. And I just 
think there could be some regression with that, but yeah. who knows? What do I know, man? Maybe he'll be. We had this discussion last week about yeah. uh, is he Robert Tanyan or is he Mark Andrews? You know, right? Because Tanyan from last year to this year, even before he got hurt, disappeared because yeah. the touchdowns weren't there. Whereas Mark Andrews has slowly gotten more and more targets, and now more has volume. become yeah a, a volume guy. That's that's capital. Well, and you got to figure Beasley's maybe maybe there, maybe not. Manuel Sanders is probably gone. Uh, so, yeah. you know, you're going to have Diggs, you're going to have Gabe Davis, and then you're going to have Knox. And I think Knox is probably going to pick up some volume to offset the – because I do agree the touchdowns won't be at high of a rate. Yeah, they're definitely going down. I, I don't think there's any – Yeah. as far as the rate goes. I want to see him get the volume before I say, yeah, he's going to get it. You know? Yeah. Because as uh, Peter Howard would say, there's no such thing as a vacated target. So no, no I and he and didn't I, I agree with that. And I, he I think didn't really he, earn him this year either. So yeah. So Jimmy G, huh? Sprain right shoulder. Do you think he's playing for like the Giants next season or something, or or the or the Steelers? Steelers. I think he's with the Steelers. Yeah. If they could get the right price for all of my Deontay Johnson and Najee Harris shares, I really hope they get someone of the. Jimmy G caliber and not rolling out Mason Rudolph for going oh, next year. God, me too. Ooh. Jimmy G, baby. Sam Darnold. Yeah, and I, I mean the other one that's not like Sam Darnold, Larry. The, the other Sam one that's Darnold. not talked about is Mariota, right? Because Mariota could he has some mobility to him, and you could draft then someone like ah. you know Malik Willis to give him some time. Uh, and then get a mobile offense installed and uh, and use Mariota in that way as the bridge. So, so you believe that Mariota has something, has some juice? I do. Uh, and and, and not Mariota. not for long long period of time, but I think he could be a, a 8- to 10-game bridge guy, right? What about Mitch Trubisky? Since yeah, I mean, that's, that's I, I keep really staring enough. at this Bills jersey. I'm just like – Yeah, uh, no, I mean, that's, that's another one. But, uh, you know, I, I don't – I don't foresee, you know, him like Buffalo is going to want to probably try and retain him if they can. Um, it'll just be how much is he commanding on the open market. But yeah, Trubisky's another good example of that mobile guy. And I, I honestly, I would like that. Um, you know, Nag- be, Nagy's getting like dragged through the mud these days. You know, <laughs> so they they're bringing they're yeah. bringing out like like he ruined Trubisky and yeah. Know, I like think Trubisky was trying to tell him how like this yeah, is, the- isn't going to work, and they, they were just like just do it. Yeah. <laughs> like they're making Mitch out to be like like a like a like a smart QB or whatever. Right, right. right. Nagy, just or, or, uh, Nagy didn't even show up for the exit interview or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw that report. <laughs> Man. Like so that. maybe Mitch, maybe maybe uh, Mitchy Trubisky, uh, maybe he's got a little juice in him that we've never haven't got to see with a with a, a decent coaching staff. You know, yeah, he's up there with the, your Mariota and Jimmy Geo. These, these are like Plan B QBs to kind of get in the off season. No one's That's talking like about them. Plan C for most teams. Plan like C. Plan C for most teams. Yeah, Jimmy G's. I, I think Jimmy G's a good buy right now. No, no, Jimmy. I, I was just about to say Jimmy G. Is a guy that I think teams are going to focus on, but but Trubisky and Mariota are like, oh shit, we need somebody. Let's go get them like a Teddy Bridgewater. You know, let's just go fill a spot. Yeah, I could see Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, Steelers. What about your boy uh, Jalen Hurts? Man, he really made a case to be uh, unemployed next year, to be be on the bench next year because. 
Shitty looks terrible behind center. Oh, and yeah. and honestly, like I so I live out in the Philly area, so I get every Eagles game, and I actually really liked Hertz because he's a you know high character guy. You know, he kind of got the, the shaft at Alabama, and then went and had some success yep. in Oklahoma. So I like in startup draft, I literally he was my go to tenth round pick. Oh, like, nice! His rookie year, so like literally picked him in pretty much every league I had. Um, and so I wanted him to be successful, but I also think that, you know, he needs the right offensive scheme. Like he's a scheme guy, right? Cause his arm talent and, you know, accuracy is not the greatest. So he needs like the perfect scheme. And I think the rushing ability helped them. And, but they also didn't, they didn't have to score a lot of points in that like stretch in the second half of the year. They kind of, just got by so I, I do think that they need to design a better offense for him if and I think he is the starter next year I mean yeah. I think they'll give him one more year I was being a little facetious there but yeah uh, yeah I think well. Saturday or uh, Sunday he, he, he stunk it up <laughs> he's probably the starter but I think he probably gives them more of what he got what he gave this year which is a lot of up and down where he'll win you a game and then he'll just completely lose you a game. So and, they're going to uh, spend those picks on offensive side of the ball to build up Jalen Hurts. I don't know. Yeah, keep swinging and missing on wide receivers. Well, I mean, outside of I guess if you believe in Devontae Smith, but they've already swung and missed on Arthur Whiteside and then Rager, your, your boy Rager. I um, will admit, I was super high on Rager coming out. So was I, and I, I, I like. I blame Ray G for that. Yeah, well, <laughs> honestly, like he was, he was part of it, but then, like, just you know, the analytic, like, analytic tidal wave of fucking Rager. Yeah, yeah just I, I mean, I honestly thought, you know, he was right there behind C.D. Lamb at wide receiver two of that class. Yeah, I drafted Rager over Jefferson in a couple yeah. of rookie drafts. It's terrible. Yeah. It happens. What a gut punch, though. I still think that there's a possibility that. He could turn it around, but he's never going to be valued ever again in Dynasty. I mean, mm. his value's crushed, but I think he could be, you know, a salvageable wide receiver three. So you don't watch Philly games? You don't watch Eagles games? <laughs> Even though you live in the area, you don't actually no, watch them, right? I, I mean, I, I do watch watch them, and I watched the playoff game and him <laughs> fumbling that punt. God. It's like – He must he, have yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He just—I mean, it's mental at this point with him. Like, I think he's played so bad that he has no confidence whatsoever. His hands are harder than my coffee table here. Now, he, he, the Rager was terrible in the kick return game. I couldn't get over the. There was a ball he should have caught, and he just backed up off it, and it bounced and just went like inside the ten. And there was yeah. another one where, like, he was just making all these errors yesterday in yesterday's oh, game yeah. and i was like what the heck man rager's just terrible and it, <laughs> ugh, he's he's never and the only time he gets any yards is when there's a like a pass interference call hey mercer on. uh straight up who would you rather have J Jalen rager or terry mclaurin <laughs> <laughs> i know what you're referring to all right rager or will fuller Mm, I, I would take Fuller. Rager still. I'll take Will Fuller. <laughs> I'm going At least Rager. if I get a game, it's actually someone I can start. I can yeah. never start with Jalen Rager. Well, I, but mean, I feel like with Rager, it's just like you're just like rubbing two rocks together and getting a spark, and you're hoping like it'll just catch fire. <laughs> <laughs> We're all praying that it does, right? Year three breakout. That's what 
you know, all wide receivers used to be. And he just, now, yeah, he now, just doesn't yeah. look like he has any confidence whatsoever. Uh, he just doesn't look like he's an elite. If you watch Jamar Chase and Jamar Chase, when you watch that game, it looked like he owned the game. Like he, he was just there to, he's, he, he knew he was fucking shit up. Rager just like has his tail between his legs. It's I also terrible. think that Burrow's confidence in Chase is like Chase dropped the very first pass of the game in that playoff game. And, and he Burrow went right back to him. Like yeah, right. the next player, the play after that for a nice first down out pattern. And it's like, so Burrow just feeds him. And I think a lot of it is Hertz has no confidence. Rager's going to do anything positive if he throws him the ball. So he just doesn't throw him the ball. You know, he's not earning the target. Would you give up two 22 firsts for uh, Deshaun Watson in a 12 team? You said 22 firsts? Yes. Okay, so where are they? One five and the one eight. Yeah, he gone. I yeah, mean, the, the I, I would are gone. I'd take Watson for that. You top five upside QB. Yeah, you tagged me on Twitter, and it was uh, Deshaun Watson or the 104. And yeah. Watson was winning, but it wasn't by a margin that you should expect. And I was just like, what the hell is going on in this world still? What quarterbacks in this class would even like hold a candle to what he's capable of doing? No, uh-uh. like this is going to be one of those classes where like if you're in an auction, you just load up on all of them and hope one or two of them become something because it's just and if you're in if you're just in a traditional rookie draft, just trade back. Yeah. Find that one guy who likes this, likes the top of this class, and trade back, because it's like fifteen players, and they're all the same quality player, you know. Right. Outside of a handful, like maybe Traylon Burks, is going to stand out. So I, you know, EK Baller. Anyway, I'm in a league. I'm in a league. I'm in the Hogs League with EK Baller. He's got Watson, and uh, I'm going to shoot over the two, the 108 and like the 109 for Watson. Yeah, do that. Yeah. I do that. I it's got a some start teams thirteen that... though. It's a start thirteen, so you kind of. I mean, I've I have three first round picks. Yeah, but as soon as Watson's playing, you can get way more than that than what you're giving up. You know. Yeah. It's yeah. a long. It's again a long a long game. You know where. Yeah. Like every everywhere that I took Watson last year in Dynasty or traded for him, it was the I'm just going to ride this out and likely you know won't won't expect anything in 2021. So. You have him on your HQ one team? No, uh, I have. Uh, you have Mahomes, Murray and Mahomes. Murray. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. I had T Law, but I traded him for Devonte Adams and Brandon Cooks and a first. Yeah, so okay. I, I traded for the ship, is what I did. That was yeah, that was a good trade. I mean, yeah. that worked just, out really well. Yeah, <laughs> you think? What T Law? Well, yeah. <laughs> he was like, he That was a pretty good trade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah God, uh, what do you guys think of? Elon. I'm a little nervous. You know, he seemed to be like the can't miss prospect. I don't have him anywhere because I, I kind of was like, oh, I'm going to trade him for some pieces yeah. that I am more certain about. I'm, I'm nervous as well. And I still like T-Law, but I, I can't say, oh, yeah, no, we're good. He's going to be fine. Like, I hope his confidence isn't shook, you know, yeah, that he know. can rebound from that shit show of Urban Meyer and actually be something. Well, that's yeah. kind of what it's kind of what it all hinges on is that whatever coaching staff they're going to bring in, they need weapons too. They have who's he throwing to? Like Laquan Treadwell was his number one. Laquan receiver. Treadwell and Agnew, <laughs> Marvin and Jones, sometimes yeah. Marvin Jones. Yeah, he he threw it to Lavisca Chanel, who always seemed to drop uh, the ball. 
Yeah, I think the value is weird this year, you know, between like the up and down guys, you know, like a Michael Pittman. At one point, he was like the man. He's not, is he the man still? Well, who's his quarterback going to be, right? We don't know now. There's uncertainty. You know, the GM won't, Ballard won't commit to Wentz in 22, which I found odd. Oh, Wentz to the Steelers. What? Hey, I'd, uh, I'd take him. If he plays like he did this year, it wouldn't be bad. No, I mean, because he Front, protected the ball, he didn't you give have Najee to to lean on, just like he had JT. So I mean, that would be they're going to uh, need to shore up that offensive line though. Because oh yeah, the Spiller I mean, they, offensive line is it was, trash. It was awful, and it was entirely new. Like every single starter was new, either a rookie or a guy that never got you know what starter playing time prior to this year. So hey, you do any Debbie, any Debbie leagues? I got I, I picked up an orphan in one of Ruben's Debbie leagues, so it's my first one, um, and it's it's interesting. I, I went through because you can have up to five Debbie players on your roster, and the roster that I got, like I have Watson, I have Mahomes, oh. but I also was the team was zero and fourteen last year, so right. I have the one hundred one Debbie depleted pick. So I was like looking through. And like in that league, there's corrals available, so I could ha- get him. But C.J. Stroud, who's you know twenty three class, yeah. you know he's in there, and you know so there's uh I'm just now starting to kind of like monitor it a little bit more, and I figured it would help me with my drafting in Dynasty. I like the Debbie component more and more. Pay more attention to the college guys, and yeah. I don't know, it gives you a reason yeah. to to root for these guys, like. There were a couple of guys I picked picked up in, in Debbie that I have like like Wandell Robinson. Like I have I've had him for like on my pigs roster for like two years. And now he's finally getting drafted. I had no idea who the hell this guy was. I don't even know. I was just this was back when I took over this team and it was an auction. I was just throwing money all over the place. I didn't even know how to yeah. do an auction. I was just wheeling and dealing and picking up all these random guys. And now uh, you know, he turns out to be might be like a top fifteen pick. So that man's like five foot four though. <laughs> I don't yeah. know, man. Look at it. Like, is hey, he really? I'm going to DLF right now, baby. Let's see. Yeah, DLF so at like 5'11". I think he was listed like 5'9 in high school. And then there was a picture of him next to Rondale Moore, and he was shorter than Rondale. So Wondell, DLF rankings, wide receiver 9, 14th overall rookie ranking. And he's 5'10". He's not, though. That's the thing. Um, he's listed at 5'10", 5'11". Uh, I'll I'll send you the picture in a little bit. It's it's funny. Like, no, he's so plan on so plan on one of these top two or three receivers. One of them will be on the Jets. They will. They're taking one of them with with their like. So so who are your top two? Like, is it uh, Traylon and Garrett Wilson? I love Traylon Burks. He's one of. He was a Debbie guy that I picked up in the Scott Connor League. And I didn't know. And you have to research these guys because you have it's your Debbie pick. I had three picks in a row. And I was had to pick, pick three Debbie guys. And I'm just like, I reached out to a couple of people, you know, you reach out to the couple of the Debbie guys, you know, and I'm like, what do you think of this guy? What do you think of this? Well, you know, what's going on? He's like, well, yeah. you know, what's available? It's, it's the same thing you do with everybody else. I just loved what I was reading about Traylon Burks. And yeah. luckily he had, luckily he had a great season and yeah. who knows, hopefully he gets drafted to a good team. That's the other part of it. I think it's Traylon, then Garrett, and then a big tear break. And then a bunch of dudes, Chris Olave. Well, your boy Pickens, man. I mean, you're trying to you're trying to smoke screen us for Pickens. You know, you probably got. You got I mean, your eyes probably on him. an early second rookie rookie draft pick. 
Yeah. He's not going to go to the third round of of NFL drafts, I think. So, yeah, but I think he's a late guy. day two guy. That's yeah, a great first round. I'm excited to. Oh man, it's going to be so much fun draft yeah, and all this I stuff. I am excited happening. as well. I got a couple. I got a couple leagues where I'm just going to be dominating the draft or or auction again. So that should be fun. <laughs> Bateman or Claypool? That's like one that's like I just somebody just asked me that, and I'm just you know I'm biased. I'm a Steelers fan. I'm a Claypool fan, right? So I'll be the first to admit that, but I just I'm like, is the passing volume in Baltimore with L. Jacks, even though they have quarterback certainty there, is it ever going to be something sure. where he's going to be, a, you know, a contributor as a wide receiver with Andrews, who's obviously the go-to target, right? I mean, if I, I don't know, I just think Claypool's upside, and if he gets a strong-arm quarterback, I mean, that's going to be huge for him because his He's got such huge size and speed. What would you pay for Claypool? Would you pay a uh, first rounder? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I traded uh, with Shane in HQ5, like towards the end of the year. I traded his – well, it wasn't towards the end of the year. It was kind of more in the middle because I traded his first back to him, which I got for Bateman, right? So I traded him Bateman for this first, and then I traded that first for Claypool, right? So, I mean – there's it's coming to like full circle and i'm like i honestly am happy with that i would prefer claypool but i also think his upside with a better quarterback who can throw it deeper than 20 yards down the field is uh is really high i saw it with claypool is it it feels like he's this big athletic guy and he plays soft i don't know it's not like he's he's the guy that you throw the jump ball up and he just dominates players you know yeah like he doesn't dk metcalf anybody Right. Uh, well, Ben's Ben's not had a great arm for like two years now. Right. Didn't and play I would say for five years. Yeah, yeah. It's been pretty his rough. Rookie yeah. year, Claypool's rookie year versus his second year stats are very, very similar targets, catches, and yards. Except the big difference was the touchdowns, right? I mean, right. he had ten touchdowns. Uh, I think eleven touchdowns because he had, I think, two rushing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly. So yeah, he um, had. Uh, he had. There was going to be regression in the touchdown right. department as far as how often, but then it regressed way past. Right. Like he should have been a four or five touchdown guy this year instead of one. But yeah, wow. I was a huge Claypool guy. And then I'm like, am I still a Claypool guy? Because I take the upside of Bateman. I yeah. think that Bateman's a better, more refined receiver overall. And, yeah, well rounded. And I don't worry about situation as much because yeah. situations change too often. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. The st- and the steady quarterback helps. You don't know who's going to be the guy. They, they might be running through a number of journeyman guys before they find a guy. You know, yeah. just for that reason, you might lean Bateman. Plus, there's yeah, a no, true I- alpha. There's a true alpha in in Pittsburgh with Deontay. I mean, yeah. goodness gracious, they they're throwing him ten tar- ten targets a game, no matter what. I'm still trying to get my hands on Claypool. Always trying know. to get your hands on young men. Hey, he's a, yeah, that's the other hey, thing, man. He's a young get guy. In, get him in hot sauce. I have him too. Oh, that's right. He's, okay. my, he's my most he's my most rostered wide receiver. Player. You know, you said earlier you were you were cutting back. So what does that mean? You're at 25. Where are you hoping to be entering 2022? So 15. I think 15 is perfect, uh, happy uh, medium spot where I can be as active as I would like to be. You're not cutting out the hot sauce league, though, right? No. no, no. <laughs> I mean, that league is fun because there's like we have a good active chat, you know, and uh, we get get a lot of trade activity and 
you know, it's always something uh, going going down. Like every week, where I like some of the leagues that I'm dropping, just the activity was like non-existent. Sure. And, and I, I mean, I, I I'm a big fan of everything that uh, that Scott Fish has done in the industry and with Fantasy Cares. But he made some changes to like the safe leagues um, with like draft picks and uh, just the activity just died because of that. Yeah. Like you had you had to pay the year in advance to get any picks to even show up on your available list to trade. So people just didn't trade picks. So yeah, it made so. it a lot harder to, to like make deals. And that's why I like dynasties. I like to trade. Yeah. Yeah, I was exactly. just talking to somebody, to a group or something. Uh, I can't remember where it was. I think it was Cool Kids Club. Um, that uh, I'm, I got rid of one league with a trade deadline, and then the, <laughs> other, two, the other two that I'm in, it looks like we're going to get rid of the trade deadline. Nice. So I'm going to have no zero, zero trade deadline. deadline. That's perfect. Yeah. Wow, what a glorious moment! It's yeah, going to be when those things go yeah. through. Well, I mean, that's also a nice thing about. Hot sauce is like Eddie was crap, you know, crapping himself the night before because like I made the deal with you, and then like an hour <laughs> later I made another deal to get Kittle. Wow. I, was just, I was like, hey, I'm like I have these picks, I'll regret it, and they not that it made any difference at all, but I would have regretted it had I not made them, and it would have made a difference, right? Yeah, right. right. So. Yeah, I don't like to sit on. I, I, I've told this story already on this podcast, but a guy sat on it, didn't tra- didn't make a trade in one of the, in a league I commission. And lost by like 0.7, and he could have traded for uh, Baker Mayfield and scored like 16 points and won the ship by 15 points, or uh, you know he would have won by like nine points or something because he had some shit. I, I can't remember. He started some that he clearly wouldn't have started, and it's like just don't sit on it when it's championship time. Make moves. Go, you know, shore up your roster. So. If you can, you do it. And like HQ five, <laughs> I, I had Mark Andrews and Goddard. But uh, someone was putting Kelsey on the block. I'm like, hell, I don't want my opponent to get Kelsey, so I'm gonna go exactly. get him and start him too. So like, so I I made a deal, and you know I had a, it's a 14 teamer, and I just was stacked. I had Russell Wilson, who wasn't even gonna start for me. I have Kyler, and I have Rogers, and then I have Jimmy G, Cam Newton, and like so I have some guys that could play next year. So I'm like, I'm just gonna trade Russ in a package to get Kelsey and. And I got Kelsey and Cooks, Brandon Cooks, right? Oh. Just, I'm like, I need to do it because I don't want that guy going to be based, you know, on my opponent's team either. Brandon so, Cooks, the league winner. He went yeah. – yeah, he came through for you, right? Yep, that's that's what makes Dynasty fun. It's like that kind of stuff. We're still planning on uh, adding a division and doing copy, huh? Yeah, yeah man, I was going that up. And I, we didn't even talk about it, but, yeah, uh, we'll we'll be getting into that soon. And uh, oh. see if we can get enough interest that we can add another division. We already have a couple spots. Yeah, I, I highly recommend it to everyone listening to this because mm-hmm. it's a fun league, a lot of good good people in the one, the first version, and it just would make it even more fun. Yeah, Dynasty Madman wants to get in, and so does yeah. um, Spaceman. Okay. Oh, yeah. nice. And I got another name that might be interested too, but I don't want to throw him out there yet. Ooh. He hasn't truly committed. We were just chit chatting today. So so anyway, yeah, that's exciting. A 14 team copy. Oh yeah. there's, there's the trades. There's nothing better yeah. when you're just like, I can't get this guy off of him. I'll just go get I'll go get that guy off somebody else. Right. Yep. Great. Now I'm gonna be commissioning a uh copy league. Uh, this will be fun. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> with with, well. with with gigantic IR spots. 
I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We need at least ten. <laughs> we need at least ten. <laughs> oh god, that was. I mean, I was with you, Larry, this year. I had like literally probably four or five guys on my active roster that oh. could have been on IR because I already had five. <laughs> it was. It was just a hard year. It just like, sucks looking at them like littered throughout like yeah. your healthy guys. You're like, why do I even have to look at this guy mixed in with like my my healthy guys? You know, I don't want to see that C or the I next to him. Yeah. Fuck out of here with that. No, but I respect what you did there, Justin. It's you know it's not <laughs> <laughs> Larry doesn't have any respect. Uh, well, I mean I commission league too, and it's like it's you can never make everybody happy. And if you do in 14 different people well i can tell you one, one thing you can never make larry happy it doesn't matter what <laughs> yeah. well i are come on i are <laughs> i'm gonna oh. expand it to 15 right before you or right after you take everybody off of ir so i don't know about you guys man but i'm watching acres and i'm like every time he touches the ball i'm like ah why it's just amazing. i don't even want him in the game it's it's incredible that he is playing and he's actually got burst you know like he's cutting and stuff, and I'm just, yeah. I just, I just I feel like I'm gonna like, see I'm just him waiting crumble. For it to like happen again, it's making me nervous. I agree. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's ugh. awesome night, guys. Thanks, Mercer, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on on the the Twitter sphere? Yeah. Yes. So I I am at J Mercer seven eleven. I am always open. That's uh, originally uh, why I I had that nickname because I uh, was always open. Oh, but, hence uh, hence that wall of dildos behind you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was more talking about football, but uh, but yeah, no. So I, I'm I'm not super active. I don't tweet a lot, but I follow everybody in the fantasy community. That I that's where I find a lot of my content. Oh, that's um, great. I I enjoy you know interaction with you know everybody in the uh, Patreon. You guys need to get a Patreon account so we can expand no. our. Uh, our go, in uh in the <laughs> we have in the hot sauce right. my wife all my wife wants is a nice dinner once a month man just whatever you do That's just like don't her deal i i love interaction here in the community reach out to me on twitter i'm in cool kids club hq crew i'm in uh dnc so yeah couple different uh i'm in like Patreon. three group yeah i'm in three group yeah. chats with you yeah we're in a couple leagues together man yeah, yeah you're you're great uh great to fucking trade with man okay. <laughs> we always get a di- we get around to it after your first shit offer larry then hey, yeah exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Have to deal with it like you, know, you have to flush the shit down the toilet just so you can get to the you know, hey, listen, I, mean, I feel yeah. I, I feel like we can make something happen uh with chase claypool so let me, yeah. let's see let's see if we can go uh go to work i happen to have bateman it was just like a big big uh secret <laughs> yeah. well man it was great having you on dude it was yeah, awesome congrats man. on the championships yeah, yeah. congratulations thanks for everything you do too so. yeah man appreciate everything and uh man good times for sure justin what you got anything else to sprinkle over this Splendid evening. Shit, I'm just ready to watch the end of this game and see if the, the cards can actually make it a game. Go ahead, baby! What are you going to do about it? Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Pod. One, two, three, four. Larry Monkey and Justin Rogers talking down.